Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future. Through the PNG Australia partnership, we have a long collaboration with the government of PNG and Health. Sport is such a powerful tool at so many levels, but definitely at the community level. Align our work to PNG strategic frameworks and plans in the education sector. Dispala partnership, Emmy Strongem Sindown, Naman Australia, now PNG. Did you know that breast milk is filled with the nutrients a baby needs for growth and development? Breast milk helps to protect babies against infectious diseases. It is free and helps nurture the bond between a mother and her baby. Breastfeeding is a critical part of infant development and the best opportunity for a baby to have a long and healthy life. As a lead up to World Breastfeeding Week, from the 1st to the 7th of August. On AHC On Air this month, we focus on the importance and benefits of breastfeeding. I'm Elizabeth Miai, glad you can join me. This edition of AHC On Air is dedicated to raising awareness of the importance and benefits of breastfeeding and how it contributes to the health and well-being of a child in the long term. According to the World Health Organization, breastfeeding is one of the most effective ways to support a child's health and survival. Breast milk is the ideal food for infants. It is safe and contains antibodies which help protect against many common childhood illnesses. This year's theme for World Breastfeeding Week is Enabling Breastfeeding – Making a Difference for Working Parents. Australia is supporting PNG's efforts to improve maternal and child health by working closely with provincial health authorities, including the National Capital District Provincial Health Authority, or NCDPHA. Sister Antonia Guba, the Nutrition Program Officer with the NCDPHA, shares with us the health education work that her team does at health facilities throughout the National Capital District. I think uh, lack of information is one of the issues that uh, everybody says, and even educated people or even the non-educated people, the knowledge is power. And they don't have the knowledge, they won't do what is right. With the knowledge through advocacy and awareness and health education, uh, we see that uh, women are becoming uh, educated with the knowledge that they have. Uh, when we go around and we ask, like in the clinics, if you ask a pregnant mother or a mother, newborn babies coming with their mothers to the immunization program, that will baby section. And you, before, you, um, before you do a health awareness and you ask, do you know what, month, what ages are you supposed to be breastfeeding your children? They know, and they will answer. Nearly half of uh, fifty percent of them will know that the first six months they're supposed to be breastfeeding their children. So that is what may, that's the evidence that you can tell that they have been informed. Because through health education, like I said, uh, we've started in the well, well baby clinics, antenatal programs, and in the community. So they already they already been informed. 
before they have their children. So when you ask, definitely they have the basic information. So I believe that through this awareness that we are doing, it, it's helping the mothers with the knowledge. This team for this year is definitely on uh, uh, empowering the parents, working parents. And it is something that the working mothers, it's a big challenge because they have to leave their children and go to work. So these are the challenges that we are trying to advocate that um, children, they can be breastfed. Breastfeed wherever you are. That's, that's Organizations should allow their the breastfeeding mothers to breastfeed their children whether at the workplace, they should at least create the place at the workplace. But because they don't have a place to take their children to work, and some of them lack the information that they cannot. In breastfeeding, you can be able to express your breast milk and leave it in the house, and whoever is taking care of the baby can feed baby with the express breast milk. But because of the challenges that sometimes they face that they think it's wrong, it won't work, it's gonna go bad, they leave their children, that's where another artificial feeding comes in. So it's really, really a challenge with actually the, the working class that they want to breastfeed their children, but they don't have that choice because they have to leave their child in the house and go to work. And their working place might be far away from home, so that's where breastfeeding becomes a challenge for these working mothers. And as health workers, we are advocating, advocating that they should be still breastfed. They, uh, wherever they are employed, they should create some place for them to breastfeed their children. Sister Antonia Guber from the NCDPHA giving a health worker's perspective on the importance of breastfeeding. Don't go away, we'll have more after this short break. As the largest donor to the PNG health sector, Australia's support focuses on improving health security and maternal and child health outcomes and overall helps with PNG's national health plan. We are neighbours, we are partners in health and so many other areas. We have a long history of being there for each other in tough times and Australia will continue to stand with PNG. Before the break, we heard from Sister Antonia Guba, the Nutrition Program Officer with the NCDPHA, giving us an insight into the work they do under the Nutrition Program, including promoting breastfeeding. More from Sister Guba. We are talking about breastfeeding. Many people, they, have, they give excuses. Like I said, one of the things why they don't breastfeed is they think, many mothers think that they, if their susu is small, these are some of the things that we want people to know. Regardless of the sizes of the breast, that breast milk is enough to feed your child. So the mothers shouldn't hesitate whether the breast is big or small, that susu is still enough, the breast milk is enough. As long as the baby is sucking regularly, the breast milk will continue to produce and it will be enough for the child. So they shouldn't fear that the child, because the breast is small, 
that's not enough breast milk that they can stop child from breastfeeding. And if a mother is sick, the child is still, the breast is always safe. Some people think that because they are sick, the breast is affected, so they shouldn't breastfeed. A very important health message is there from Sister Antonia Guba, the Nutrition Program Officer with the NCDPHA. And moving on with the program, well, Vision International is one of Australia's key development partners in Papua New Guinea. I spoke with officers at World Vision International with expertise in maternal and child health, and also to breastfeeding professional women who shared their insights. Women, especially working mothers, need the support, time and space to breastfeed. I had the privilege to speak to two mothers working at World Vision, who shared their experiences of balancing the demands of work with the importance of breastfeeding. Carolyn Rudaka is currently acting as the Administration Supervisor for the World Vision National Office in Papua New Guinea. I'm so thankful for World Vision. Um, um, we have a policy that it allows breastfeeding mothers to come in in the morning after breastfeeding your child you can come in around nine o'clock and then we have the opportunity that they've given us with a driver as well so at lunch we go home to breastfeed as well so it's the evening so in the evening also we have a driver there that takes us home so we finish around three o'clock and then we go home by three to breastfeed and stay with our child so those are some important i mean some things that i've had my benefits with well vision Carolyn also shared the challenges she faced when she had to return to work and leave her baby at home. When I was trying to return to work, when my child was just three weeks old, was that I was um, thinking how would I best give him breast milk because he's just three weeks and not a month old. So my challenges would be going home, how um, I go home, sometimes it, it might be late because my drivers might be busy. I think um, we also have this like uh, my boss if I don't go home and he sees me in the office he makes sure that he finds a driver to send me home like I it's, it's a must I have to go home so that's how my boss said they know that your breastfeeding they would make it their priority also to come down to your desk to advise you to go home and breastfeed also if West come to the West they, they ask us to bring our child into work so our working environment like you see it's a child-friendly environment like we have the play kids downstairs their kids corner and also so they advise us to bring like for me he asked me to bring my child with my babysitter to work so we can have a room booked in and my child is in a in as well so i am at east and i'm working um, my tips to other breastfeeding mothers is that you have to make sure that um your organization or your business houses have to implement the breast feeding policy inside. The government has already have it, but it's just the management has to connect it with your policies in the organization. So that you as mothers, you have access to the policy and then you can go home to breastfeed your child. So what I encourage other business mothers is that you have to make sure that your um, company or business house has this policy so it benefits you as a mother and also your child for the early growth uh, from zero to three years, that's the stage that the baby has to grow with love. 
so if like if your organization does not have this policy it's best that you all women mobilize or try talk to your manager get in a group mobilize and talk to your manager to try try implement this policy in your organization so it can best fit us working mothers as well Caroline Rudaka sharing her experience as a working mother and how her organization has supported her. We'll now take a short break. Stay tuned to hear more from another working mother's experience of breastfeeding. Australia's support focuses on improving health security and combating other diseases like TB, HIV, malaria, and improving maternal and child health. Opening the Mabuda One Health Centre in South Fly and supporting better TB screening and more effective treatment has been a great success story. Another major joint project for PNG in Australia is the redevelopment of the Engao Memorial Hospital, supporting the refurbishment of the birthing suite. We are supporting communities in PNG and continue to work with PNG's National Health Plan. Welcome back, you're listening to AHC On Air. Before the break, we heard from Carolyn Rudaka who shared their experience as a working mother and the support given by her employer to take time off to breastfeed. We'll now hear from Sharina Sarah Tanabi, also a working mother. Sharina shares her perspective on the importance of breastfeeding and supporting working mothers. Hi, my name is Sharina. Uh, I'm the Livelihood and Resilience Technical Lead with um, World Vision PNG. I've been with World Vision for over the last almost six years now. I believe in breastfeeding because um, it's nutritious. It's um, also healthy for the, both the mother and the baby. Um, and uh, most especially, um, it's that transfer of love and bond between the mother and the child. Um, and it's so natural, like you, you, you could feel it as, it as you breastfeed, you could feel that transfer of um, love and affection from the mother to the child and that bond between, um, it creates that bonding between. I'm two years into my um, experience, well the third experience, because that's my third um, baby. When I, um, when I delivered my baby, I was given time off um, three months and then when I resumed duties, um, that allowance for time off um, to breastfeed was given um, because of um, the type of work I do, it also requires a lot of travel. Um, but again, like I said, with that supportive environment um, I have at the workplace, um, that understanding was there that I could support remotely because I still had to breastfeed and um, be close to my child until such a time where um, I'm able to um, actually fly out and do the job, which is like one and a half years later, I was able to do that. Um, so I guess that's that's 
the supportive environment is very very important for us as professional women um, who have um, children who are two and under um, yeah and ensuring that we also perform um, well at work and I guess that's the importance of breastfeeding because it's very nutritious um, and it passes from the mother to the child um, and and the other aspect of it is in that phase it's so important for the mother to also um, be eating nutritious food because that contributes a lot to the um, milk and then you know it passes on to the baby during breastfeeding um, and it helps the baby in terms of his or her growth um, mentally physically even when you see like you know balancing out like my son is two but I'm amazed at how he can balance himself on a trampoline and I mentally can't balance myself but when I see him do that I'm scared at one end but at the other end I have that confidence that he's he's all right um, and I and there's other factors that make him that way but I think one of the most important things is you know that first two years or so of the child's life if you give them the right um, uh, nutritious meal through breastfeeding or even you know at, at six months and after when we start feeding them um, solid food it also has to be nutritious the child is you know child's growth is is really good here and we just heard from Sharina Sarah Tanabi highlighting the benefits of breastfeeding as a working mother don't go away we'll have more after this short break Pela and one pella big pella talk survey, Igolongol man Mary. CKSF, Ikalap Igolongol Nara Pella Pellas, Long Highlands, Na Emken Kilimol Peak Belong Yumi, Supposumi no walking one pella something now. Noken Karim Peak, Long one pella hap, Igolong Nara Pella. Noken Karim Peak meet, Long walkabout belong you, Nabani Sim, all peak belong you. Putti my long old peak, Naringim Nakia, Long one eight zero one three three two, or talk survey long old walkman long place belong you, Suppospeaky sick or in die. Tokaraitikam, the National Agriculture Quarantine and Inspection Authority. Welcome back to AHC On Air. We will continue with the program on the importance and benefits of breastfeeding. Improving child and maternal health is a shared priority of the governments of Papua New Guinea and Australia. Both governments are working with key stakeholders, including government and non-government organizations, to promote breastfeeding for infants, early childhood care, including immunization. Well Vision in PNG is one of Australia's partners working with the provincial health authorities in Morabe, Medang and Western Province to roll out the Australian government-funded Accelerated Immunization and Health Systems Strengthening Program or AIHSS. The AIHSS program aims to increase immunization coverage in these provinces by strengthening healthcare systems to ensure the delivery of immunization services to communities. But although the AIHSS program is focused on immunization, 
Other primary healthcare services are integrated as part of the support, and that includes antenatal care for pregnant women and provision for vitamin A for children under five years. Well Vision's Portfolio Manager for Health and Gender, Agnes Tal, gives an insight into how the AIHSS program is supporting the promotion of breastfeeding through the integrated healthcare services. So even though the project is mainly to target for humanization for under one, uh, we also advise um, advise the team to you know do like one stop shot where every like maternal child health programs like family planning or when we talk about uh, identifying one uh, children or even talking about breastfeeding or antenatal checkups to be integrated when the opportunity comes. Uh, maternal nutrition is very important. Where mothers have to receive like nutrition, food, uh, increased in high end, uh, you know, vitamins and minerals to ensure that they give birth to healthy children. Um, uh, let me say like healthy nation must come from a healthy mother. So when um, when the mother is pregnant, she needs to be FOD, like at least like include nutritional food in her diet as well. So she gives birth to a healthy child. And that's it, it plays a big role when it comes to like psychologically or physically de development of the child. And it goes to the first, uh, one we call it like the one first 1,000 days. Uh, it's the first two years of a child. And they must, the child must receive like good uh, nutrition diet, but it is to start from the mother. When a mother is healthy, receives the right kind of food, uh, rich in vitamins and minerals, she gives birth to a healthy child as well. So that, and then we continue with uh, breastfeeding, exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months. And then it goes to like complementary feeding. When a mother is like having like, poor nutrition, it's kind of like give birth to to a child who is sick, who can be like low birth weight. You see, when it comes to comes to the baby, you know, the, the mental um, IQ status will be very low. Poor. When they go to school, they will like finding it out to cope up and study because it plays a big role when it comes to brain development as well. And then the milestone will be slow, you know, and then they can have like they're more prone to infections. Uh, like diarrhea or other infections, their immunity will be very poor. So when it comes to contracting diseases, they are more likely to catch infection. Uh, what else? Like for breast milking or for for breast milk or nutrition, it has a lot of uh, nutrition, um, like rich in minerals and uh, iron and uh, vitamins and all these naturally like benefits that they get. And uh, once they like that, you know, they're prone to diseases. Uh, probably like the milestone will be slow in catching up things, the education level, all these things, you know, come into play when it comes to nutrition. Or the negative side of a child's growth and development. And that was Agnes Tal, the Portfolio Manager for Health and Gender with Well Vision in PNG. And to finish off the program, 
Ainda Piako Kepon, the technical lead for maternal child health and nutrition, also with Well Vision, shares her experience in her field of work. There's so many stories that we can say, but I really want to talk about our culture. Um, people always think that our culture is really bad, but they always positive and ne negative side and everything. So our in our culture, where I work in the in that community, they have this um, the mothers traditional traditional knowledge that baby has to be fed on the breast until you see a teeth coming out. That's the time you know that the baby should be put on solid food. And for me, like this is a beautiful thing for me to tap on to deliver a health message. Because scientifically, when you see a baby needs to, uh, uh, a baby's first teeth comes out when they're six months. So our culture says, culturally mothers know that baby, baby will get solid food and cocoa and stuff like this when they, when their first teeth comes. So for me to blend in the cultural aspects to our scientific together, it makes it easier beautiful for me to deliver a simple message to them. And that's a wrap for this month's edition of AHC on Air. Thank you for your company. Until next time, I'm Elizabeth Nyai. Bye for now. Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future. Through the PNG Australia Partnership, we have a long collaboration with the Government of PNG and Health. Sport is such a powerful tool at so many levels, but definitely at the community level. Align our work to PNG strategic frameworks and plans in the education sector. Dispala Partnership, Emmy Strong M. Sindown, Australia, and PNG.